0: What if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the Church of Awesome. I am your catalyst of transformation, Brett Dupree. Yes, I finally decided on a name for the head of the Church of Awesome. Catalyst of Transformation. It sounds better than Cult Leader, don't you think? I think it does. doesn't sound all culty when I call it Catalyst of Transformation. But that's what I am hoping to be working on being. The whole point of the Church of Awesome is to catalyze you and allow you to transform yourself from a person who is... Less awesome to a person who is more awesome. Because you are awesome just the way you are. And it's all about becoming more awesome. This has been the Ten Commandments of the Church of Awesome. And last week was, of course, Friends with Failure. Which I am becoming friends with because I didn't do anything I said I was going to do last week. I did work on my Facebook group a little bit. You should check it out. It's on Facebook, the Church of Awesome. And maybe that will kick my butt into gear into doing the things I promised I would do. But there's so many other things in life about it. And it makes me feel bad. Feel bad. Hmm. Let me think. What about feelings? Think about it. That should lead to the next commandment in the church of awesome the sixth commandment if you will emotions are good embrace your emotions that is the sixth commandment of the church of awesome yes emotions are something that are very misconstrued in today's society in fact you see people railing on crying railing on being emotional railing on it no Your emotions are neither good nor are they bad. They are just a thing. Yes, becoming overly emotional, being driven by emotions and not logic is, can make a problem in your life. However, shutting off your emotions and driving just from logic is another way to mess up your life. This idea that we must not be emotional when emotions are a driving force of humanity. Emotions is what gives us empathy. Emotions is what gives us love. And love is one of the most important aspects of being human. Being able to love each other. Being able to feel that amazing emotion of love. Emotions can get too hard. When I was young, I shut down my emotions for multiple reasons. Number one, in my mind, anger meant hurting people, and I never wanted to hurt anybody. Number two, I went through a dramatic experience, traumatic experience with my mom at the time, and I shut down my emotions so I wouldn't feel pain. I did not want to feel sadness. So I spent most of my life trying to hold back emotion, making sure that I didn't cry, making sure That I didn't feel. And let me be honest with you, that was miserable. I never felt connected to anybody. I never felt close to anybody. It didn't even matter if we were related. There was always a distance between us. I remember going to college and making some friends. But at the time, I still felt there was a distance between us. As if I couldn't have any friends In fact, I even created this idea of the ideal friend where once somebody will understand me, someone will get me. And then I just had to wait until I met that ideal friend, the ideal friend hypothesis, as I like to call it. And when I started my transformation, when I started changing my life and making me a more happy, joy-filled person, the thing that really stuck out to me was feeling emotions. Being able to feel sad. Because before, when I felt sad, because things, sad things of course happen in life, it felt like a dam bursting and I would just explode cry. But you almost be crying for like years of built up crying and just to be able to have tears run down my face. Is amazing. And anger, being able to feel anger, allowing myself to feel pissed off at things that happen in life has just been amazing. Because anger isn't a problem, sadness isn't a weakness. Anger is your desire for change. Yes, getting into a blind rage and hitting somebody out of anger, that isn't good. Because emotions aren't bad. It's just like last week, what we talked about. It's not the emotions that are bad. It's what you do with them that are bad. If you can't control your emotions to a point where you start striking people and hitting people, that is something to work on. The problem isn't your emotions. The problem is your reaction. Between stimulus and response, there is space. And within that space lies choice. And in that choice lies all the freedom. And it is great emotion once your emotions are behind your desires, you can move mountains. So if you feel that anger and you instead of utilizing that anger for destruction, utilize that anger to be an agent of change and working to change part of your life. Because if you truly want to drive yourself forward, if you truly want to embrace what it means to go forward, nothing will help you more than getting your emotions behind your desires, getting that anger to push you forward towards your desire, to get that sadness to make you want to make that change, to feel that joy and elation that you get from going forward and making that change. Your emotions are essential to being human. There's almost no more important aspect of being human than feeling your emotions. Too many times in our society, we chastise people for being emotional as if we're supposed to be Vulcan and live a life of pure logic. However, your emotions are the key to your intuition. If you want to tap into that aspect of your life to give yourself almost a superpower to be able to feel to be able to figure out how to read people you must feel that emotion in fact our brains have these things called mirror neurons where we're trying to feel someone else's feeling by aligning our neurons with their neurons doing like micro facial movements it's really cool it's really cool So being able to connect with people on an emotional level, especially if you want to change people's lives, if this is something you want to do in your life and you want to transform other people, the way you transform people is through their emotion. Because once you tap into somebody's emotion, it can override their ability to reason. And if you are tapping in their emotion for their gain, then you're doing something special. If you're, for instance, if you're a weight loss coach and you tap into their emotion to get their emotions to hit where they want to go into their journey, they really tap into their emotions when they want to exercise, then they will exercise. They'll get through that mental block. Simon Sinek talks about finding your why. And there's that old proverb that I've heard over and over and over again. When you find your why, you'll figure out any how. The reason why you wanna find your why is your why is your emotional desire for it. Anytime you do anything on finding your why, finding the why you are trying to do something, is to tap into that basic emotional state that gives you the most benefit. So when you tap into life and life hits you hard, your emotions are behind your desires. Your emotions are behind where you want to go. Your emotions can blind you, though. When I say embrace your emotions, I don't mean succumb to your emotions. Those are two different things. Life is shades of gray. And you're probably going to fail at this a few times because emotions can lead you astray. Especially when they're coming from neediness and a desire to be loved to a certain point where you're willing to accept abuse which is why you must keep the other commandments in your mind embracing failure so that you don't use the time you got overly emotional to make you feel bad in the future because you messed up it's in the past move forward don't allow your emotions to allow yourself to be abused that is why the second one is treat yourself awesome. And one way of treating yourself awesome is getting yourself to a point where you can feel your emotions and not allow people to abuse you you or manipulate you through your emotions. Because again, between stimulus and response, there is space. And within that space lies choice, and within that choice lies your freedom. And so if you want to truly embrace the freedom. That's Viktor Frankl from Man's Search for Meaning, a great book about a survivor of the Holocaust. So that freedom that he's talking about is not a logical feeling, a logical freedom. Not just logical. Being that supposed, you know, left side of the brain, I mean, you know left side and right side of the brain is kind of a misnomer. Your brain is more of a integrated tapestry than... Straight left side does this, and straight right side does that. That's actually one of those memes, those ideas that go into our society and all of a sudden just take off the reality is it's way more complicated than that your brain is complicated, and though left side is more so, and right side is more so. that's something I learned in my life. Ooh, that tangent talk got me what was i what was I saying? okay, it's not just about the left side because that is part of it part of it is allowing your frontal lobe your conscious mind to make a decision but within that space you choose how you use your emotion the thing that allowed me to truly make sense of this was public speaking i used to be terrified of public speaking terrified i was one of those people that jerry seinfeld would joke about where at a funeral I would rather be in the box than giving the eulogy. The thought of talking in front of people scared me. I remember all my speeches in high school were bad. One speech, I had to talk for 10 minutes just to pass. I made it to three. Another one, I remember kind of reading and just not looking down. And, I mean, not looking up. <laughs> oh, I hated the thought of being in front of people. I had to speak at an assembly. Felt like I just blacked out when I did it. It was weird. I hated doing it. Oh, man, did I hate public speaking. And finally, because I wanted to be a life coach and I knew that the best way to market is to get in front of people and talk, I joined Toastmasters. And I've been in Toastmaster for nine years now because I love it. It is my social part of my life. Really. It's super fun. So... The way emotionals tie into public speaking is, you know what happens right before you go public speak? There's that feeling of nervousness, that feeling of fear. That happens to all of us. Even the people who are good at public speaking will feel it. And so I continue to public speak. I remember my first speech. I was petrified. I had no idea how I would do it, and I got up and I was able to do it. Well, I kind of had a little bit of help with working on the petrification part because I did practically a year of improv classes before that and that kind of did immersion therapy on my fear of looking like a fool in front of people because that's all you do in improv classes is look like a fool in front of people. And that was fun, but terrifying as well. And so when I got into Toastmasters, when I did my first speech, I was able to do it and not allow that fear to stop me. Because as Susan Jeffrey says, feel the fear and do it anyway. And I was definitely feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And listening to Wayne Dyer and all these people who are luminaries, audiobooks. I mean, I've listened over 20,000, 2,000 hours at least of audio, positive audiobooks in my lifetime. Probably around ten to 20,000 because I just love listening to them. And one, I don't remember the date or the time, but I do remember having this idea that... People enjoy roller coasters, people enjoy horror movies, people enjoy extreme sports. In those, people feel fear, but they utilize it to feel excitement. So what would happen instead of using that fear that comes up right before I public speak to stop me, I would utilize that fear to become excited. I would utilize that fear to get pumped about speaking. And so I worked on using that stimulus plus response, that space, and in that space I would choose to focus that fear into excitement, into anticipation. It's the same feeling, it's the same energy, but one is going down a negative path that this is going to hurt me, and the other is, ooh, this is exciting, I wonder what's going to happen. And just doing some Aikido on my thoughts and energy, I was able to get to the point where I could feel that energy go through me when I spoke, and all of a sudden, I don't remember... I wish it was a light bulb moment because that just makes a much better speech. But through time, I noticed at one point that I started to get excited about speaking rather than fearing speaking. And that changed everything. And that showed me that when you make that choice on how to utilize your emotions, that number one, it's possible because I was able to do it. If I can do it, anyone can do it because I am not special that I can feel my emotions and utilize that energy in a different way. That's this, it's not a mutant superpower. This is something that we all can do. This is not something that's just for certain people. You are able to do that. You're able to utilize that emotion, feel that space and make the decision on where that energy goes in your life. And as you do that, you will change the, your habits. You'll change the way you utilize your emotions. And once you embrace your emotions, you will unlock the doors to your full potential because when your emotions are aligned with your desires, you can move mountains. This has been Brett Dupree, your Catalyst of Transformation of the Church of Awesome. I hope you enjoyed this series so far because, man, it is so much fun recording these. Just feeling that flow, if you will. You can check out me on my Facebook page, Church of Awesome. Uh, You'll see my smiling face on the cover. I hope you join us as we work together to creating your amazingly awesome life. And hopefully, this week, I finally get the Church of Awesome to a state that makes me happy. Or at least makes me content. That's a problem when you're doing all your work yourself. Thank you so much for listening. I hope your day is amazing, and I wish you to go forth and be awesome. For more information about The Church of Awesome, check out thechurchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live at 8 a.m. Pacific time at The Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.